Welcome to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm your host, Kamisha Lucier, and I'm so glad to be back with you spending this time in the Word of God. Before we get into this episode, my love, will you open us up in prayer, please? <laughs> Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for your patience. Jesus. For yet another opportunity to just be before you and yes, in your presence. Lord. We know we're always yes, before you. We're Lord. always Hallelujah. in your presence, Lord. We never leave your presence. Thank you. Because you will never leave us or forsake us. Mm-hmm. But we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We come before you with thanksgiving and praise, but we thank you mm-hmm. for the privilege yes, to be your sons and daughters. Thank you, Lord. And that you are equipping us to be your warriors for your end time army to, yes, mm-hmm. do great exploits, but for you, for your glory, that you're magnified, yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That you are training us, equipping us, and conforming us to the image of your Son, Jesus the Christ, that you've mm-hmm. given us the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in all truth and to mm-hmm. show us and tell us things to come. We thank you, Lord, thank you, for Jesus. your love that you've poured over us and for all that you're doing in our lives and teaching us your will and your covenant, Lord, so we can carry it out on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. We bind the hand of the enemy, Lord. That's right. Yes, Lord. Every plan, every weapon, every scheme, we command yes, them Jesus. to cast it down now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. And it must be thrown to the ground, and it must be thwarted and brought to nothing thank in the almighty Jesus. name of yes, Jesus. Lord. We name thank you, Lord. We praise you that it's considered you, done yes, in the it's name finished. of Jesus. And we also ask you, Lord, to release the spirit of truth. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Release it into the environment and the atmosphere of everyone who is listening, who is moving forward to become your warrior and part of thank your you, end-time Jesus. army, Lord. Yes, Lord. We thank you for the listeners. Thank we you, thank Jesus. you for their heart towards you yes, and their Lord. desire to grow and become more like you. Yes, almighty God. We thank you, Lord. We, we praise you. you and give you the glory and the honor that is rightfully due you. Yes, Lord. In the almighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' almighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you, my love. Welcome, honey, honey. Well, all right. Today's episode is the target of warfare, but learning to identify your enemy. And... I just wanted to stop and say, this is episode 100 of this podcast. While it's only episode 54 of the God's Warrior series, it's episode 100 for Living the Messiah's Love. And I just want to take a moment to go, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, and celebrate this because it has not always been easy. There have been obstacles. There have been... um, discouragement attempts in some ways, (laughs) but God has been faithful and he's kept us encouraged and he's helped us to make it this far. So we just wanted to take a moment to say, thank you for being here with us. Thank you for joining us on this journey and spending this time with us in the word. But most importantly, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let your kingdom come and your will to continue be being done on earth through living the Messiah's love, just as you've ordained and written in heaven. 
in Jesus almighty name. It's okay. We're continuing on with the target of warfare and we're learning to identify the adversary. Part of this is learning to identify the telltale signs of the adversary. The adversary rarely shows up like we see in cartoons or in movies with a red tail and pointy ears and a pitchfork. But there is evidence. There's always <laughs> evidence that the enemy is afoot. Absolutely. Go ahead, Annie. Every enemy, and we're just talking natural human people, right? Mm-hmm. Every enemy participating military enemy force Mm -hmm. always has, if you will, trademarks or key characteristics that you can distinguish one from another Mm -hmm. and how not just the flag they have in their uniform or what their uniform looks like, Mm -hmm. but how they move, communicate and all the Mm -hmm. rest of it. Mm -hmm. Each one is going to act in a different manner. Mm -hmm. Their mode of operation. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Modus operandi. Yes. Mm -hmm. How they do what they do matters and it matters so you know which enemy like what force you're coming up against so now you can also know how to thwart them mm-hmm. and it's no different here in the spiritual now first and foremost we have holy spirit who's going to lead us and guide us in all truth amen and reveal those things but he's the remember he's the one that cues us in to what the enemy is doing Mm-hmm. So now we can go, all right, Lord, I see. Thank you for that revelation. And now what do I do? Mm-hmm. What do you want me to say and or do concerning this matter? Absolutely. He always provides us with the truth and he always provides us with the answer or the resolution to the problem that we're facing. He never fails to know or understand the truth. And when we are listening and when we take the time to ask, he will happily reveal it to us. He will gladly help us because it was his idea that we would enforce the blessing, enforce the authority, enforce the victory that Christ has already won here in the earth and that we would put the devil under our feet. Amen. He called us to this journey, not we calling him, not us calling him to it. So let's look at James chapter three, verses 14 through 18 and first Corinthians uh, 14 through 33. We're going to take a look at some identifying markers of our enemy, or we're going to itemize, kind of look into detail on what the works of the devil look like. So the evidences of how they operate. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So. James 3, starting in verse 14. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and so lie against the truth. This wisdom is not that which comes from comes down from above, but is earthly, natural, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder in every evil thing. Mm-hmm. But the wisdom from above is first pure then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering, without hypocrisy, and the seed whose fruit is righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Okay, amen. Glory to God. And let's look at 1 Corinthians 14, verse 33.
says, For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. Amen. So we see a clear identifier that of what sensual, carnal, ungodly, demonic wisdom and activity looks like, bitter envy, self-seeking, and um, the source of those things. It's the adversary. And confusion, or what did, what did your scripture call it, honey, for the word confusion? It's a natural. Uh, instead of, it's the one, I'll say difference, instead of that the, the, it was demonic wisdom, but it said it was natural or earthly natural and demonic instead of earthly sensual and mm. demonic wisdom. Okay, and what about verse 16 there? What did it call confusion? There was a different word. Hold on. Let me get back there. Sure. Uh, it says, For where jealousy and selfish ambition exists, there is disorder and every evil thing. Okay, disorder. So my verse, uh, my, my Bible translated it as confusion. Absolutely. But both words are correct in describing the adversary. Remember, we talked about God's divine order and Amen. how he has set things in their place and they are right. And it has shalom to it. It's peace. It is not chaotic. It's not full of confusion. Um, and then in James chapter three, it compares what God's wisdom looks like. It's not nice. It's not religious, but it looks like God. It has the character and nature of God. So we can identify the workings of the Lord versus the workings of the adversary. And then 1 Corinthians 14 compares God who brings resolution to a situation, whereas the adversary causes confusion. So if there's confusion present, the adversary is there. Now, this is a different kind of confusion than when the Lord, when um, we saw like in the Old Testament, the adversaries of the um the people of Israel came against them and God turned the confusion that they meant to send to someone else. He mm -hmm. turned it upon them back to them. He let them Absolutely. have what they were going to give to someone else. And the scripture tells us if you dig a pit, you will fall into it yourself. If you roll a boulder, it's going to roll back on you. And that's basically saying if you're setting a trap for someone else, God is going to allow you to fall in the own your own trap that you dug. Amen versus just because someone intends to do evil does not mean that we are subject to the evil they intend to do. God is gracious, and he is a wise God, and he's a just God. Well, and it's also part of how the Lord operates, right? In a military mm -hmm. strategy, there is always positioning and repositioning that's happening. Mm -hmm. Always employing, and by you, I mean the Lord is always, he's already employed the strategy. We, as the force, right, Mm -hmm. And I don't mean the force. The Lord is his own force. Mm -hmm. And he also utilizes people or allows us to come and in alignment with his plan to be used. Mm -hmm. So we also have to follow his strategy, his plan, and position ourselves accordingly in order to thwart what the enemy is doing. And, and by that, I really mean just allow the Lord to position you mm -hmm. where you need to be. Don't make it difficult for him. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Amen to that. Because the Lord is always exercising his dominion or his Amen. victory over the devil, and he leads us in triumphant processional as well. So now we're going to talk about and bring together with this the works of the flesh. Why? 
because the works of the flesh are an open door for the devil, wicked spirits, demonic powers, etc., principalities, all those things. Um, and I just group them together into one because it's all demonic and it's not of God. It's under the kingdom of darkness. But works of the flesh are an open door for the adversary to work through people in the earth. We talked about before that we have that the target of our warfare is wicked spirits, right? Principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness of this age, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Not the people. Amen. God died. Jesus died for the people. He doesn't want the people to be destroyed. Well, they have a choice about that. It's not his desire or intention that the people are destroyed. He's dealing with the adversary behind it. So likewise, we take the same strategy, the same mindset, the same purpose that our Lord and Savior has, which is to destroy the works of the devil, not the people that he died for. But we also have to understand and we have to understand the difference in how to distinguish the works of the adversary, even if a person is being used in the process. And just so you can, you know, put this in your pocket, the adversary is always seeking a human body to work through. Why? Because humans are the ones who have authority, legal authority to transact business in the earth. So he cannot do things without human permission. The only power that the adversary has is the power that any person will give him in their life. Otherwise, he is absolutely powerless. He has been powerless from the beginning. And then Christ went down there and smacked him around and put him under his feet and stripped the keys of hell and of death from him that he stole from Adam, that the devil stole from Adam. Jesus got them back, embarrassed him. <laughs> And made an open show of him. The scripture says, I just gave it the Kamisha version, um, made an open show of him and dismantled him and dismembered each one of these principalities, all of these layers of the kingdom of darkness. And now the king of glory is seated at the right hand of the father, the right hand of majesty and power on high. So we have to understand how to be skillful in our warfare, but also not to be off target it when we are assessing what's happening. Now, the way the Lord works, the Holy Spirit is going to tell us what we're looking at. He's going to analyze it for us and he's going to interpret. He's going to also direct us into what is right for us to do and how we address any situation. But we know from the word of God and the um, how the Lord operates that he often speaks to us and expounds upon information that we already have. So that's why he's given us the written word. So it's not hard for us to communicate with him. The Lord can go, oh, you have this. The Bible says, get wisdom. Amen. But in all you're getting, get understanding. Amen to that. So you need both. So as we understand the identifying markers of the adversary, now Holy Spirit has something to work with in us to guide us to a more per perfect application of spiritual warfare, a more perfect application of the, the word of God and how to use it strategically to do that, which the father is already doing through our Lord and savior, which is destroying the works of the devil. Amen. And, and there, this is, well, I'll say it in this way. Holy spirit is going to let you know what type of operation the enemy, the adversary is attempting to run. Mm -hmm. And in many operations, it's not always just we're going to do a carpet bombing mm -hmm, run. Mm -hmm. Many of these things are attempt to be subtle. Mm -hmm. 
right? Almost, uh, you know, there are traitors, there are spies, there are the mm-hmm. whole, there are all these different things. But again, even in that, they, the enemy, does not have access unless someone cooperates and participates. Right. He can't work through a human unless that human cooperates. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's no different than, if you will, a, uh, a spy or double agent or something to mm-hmm. that effect, right? Mm-hmm. They now have given the enemy placement access. They are cooperating or in lieu or in league, excuse me, mm-hmm. with the adversary as opposed mm-hmm. while they have said, we're on your side. It doesn't say about the devil. He disguises himself as an angel of light. Mm-hmm. So there are different types of operations. However... It does not change, and I'll say it in this way, the fruit of how the enemy operates. So the Holy Spirit will cue you into those things and give you the strategy on how to defeat them. Amen. Amen. So let's take a look at Galatians chapter 5, verses 15 through 21, and then we're going to look at Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 32, and 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 9 through 10. Um. In Galatians chapter 5, we're going to start in verse 14. Though. That's right. <laughs> because uh, it's you important. Say that. <laughs> there's this, there, well, it's, there's a contrast here, right? Mm-hmm. So let's understand the contrast. And, and it says, For the whole law is fulfilled in one word, in the statement, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. But I say, Walk by the Spirit, and you shall not, care, or you will not carry out the desire of the flesh, for the flesh sets its uh, its desire against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarned you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. And then I'm just going to pair with this um, while we're while we're over here. Galatians chapter six, verse eight, and it says, "For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, Amen. but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life." So we see a clear contrast. We see the the works of the flesh, and if we remember back to what James chapter three um, started to tell us, there's a, a they're they're the same, right? This one is more. Um, drawn out or more articulated, but it's still the same working because the one who is being led by the flesh is what connected to demonic influence. Absolutely. Because the works look the same, whether it's the devil doing it directly or working through a person, it's coming through, right? (laughs) It looks the same. So let's turn over to Romans uh, chapter one, verses 18 through 32. All right. It says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness, because that which is known about God is evident within them. For God made it evident to them. 
For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so that they are without excuse. For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. Therefore God gave them over in the lust of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator Mm -hmm. who is blessed forever. Amen. Amen. For this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions. For their woman exchanged their, the natural function for that which is unnatural. And in the same way, also, the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another. Men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer... God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper, being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, without understanding untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful, and although they know the ordinance of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. Mm -hmm. Amen. So there's two sides to this. First of all, to guard yourself. Do you see these things working in you? Um, you cannot be a warrior for God, but then also be a vessel that's available to the devil to use as well. You cannot be both salty and fresh water coming from the same source. Exactly. You have to be one or the other. Now, we are on a journey. We are people that God is raising up. So are we condemning you and saying, oh, you, if you see that, you have to sit down, you're disqualified. No, we're not. But what not. we're saying is that cannot remain. You're going to have to judge yourself. And if you find any of these things working in your flesh, you submit them to God. You submit to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. Um, And this really is just drawing near to God and saying, Lord, I have no use of these things. I don't want these in my life, and I don't want to be a part of them. I want your spirit and your ways, and then you actively follow the promptings and the leading and the guiding of the spirit through his written word, but also in how the Holy Spirit ministers to you and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen. You know, there's a, we just read it here in Romans, but all these things that come about, Mm -hmm. there was, it's an interesting thing and we must hold the Lord rightly. The Lord is not the, again, the author of confusion. We just talked about that, right? Knowing the Mm -hmm. difference. Mm Mm-hmm. Here, or understanding the difference. Mm-hmm. Even though you see oftentimes in the Old Testament especially, they attributed everything to the Lord. Mm-hmm. 
seemingly good because or they didn't evil. Understand that there was an said, adversary, oh, the devil. Right. Mm-hmm. The Lord brought about these people's destruction. The Lord did this. No, no. The Lord removed His hand and allowed them to experience what they said they desired, their mm-hmm. own lusts, what they went after. Mm-hmm. The Lord only, well, if He's truly the Lord in your life, then He's going to bring about direction mm-hmm. and correction in your life. So that He can provide protection. So Exactly. Mm-hmm. So He can provide protection. But if you say or depart, mm-hmm. separate yourself from the Lord and say, Lord, you don't, you cannot direct or protect or direct or correct me, Mm -hmm. then he is also unable. You have prevented him Mm -hmm. from being able to protect you. Mm -hmm. So, and and I'll bring this up because in here, there's a a very interesting statement that's made. And it is that they were, God gave them over. They were, and and you see this throughout Mm -hmm. the entirety of scripture. Those that chose to willingly depart from the Lord and, and not be directed or corrected by him. Mm-hmm. Also, we're not protected by him. He turned them over to their own lusts, right? Mm-hmm. To what their desire was. And, and then they reaped the outcome of that. Mm-hmm. What well, says a depraved mind? Well, we know that we have the mind of Christ. That's right. That's what he provides. A- amen. A- amen. Again, not the author of confusion. Mm-hmm. But then you have, on, if you will, the natural side. And, and I don't care for psychology mm-hmm. because it attempts to address spiritual things Mm -hmm. by natural means. And that is an Mm -hmm. impossibility. It will not work. But even their own clinical definition of insanity is what? Doing the same thing over and over, but expecting a different outcome. Mm -hmm. If you notice, those that choose to depart from the Lord typically end up making the same choices and decisions over Mm -hmm. and over and over again in multiple areas in their life. Mm-hmm. but always expect a different outcome. And the only way to have the true outcome is to be so rooted and grounded in the Lord, so just clinging to Him mm-hmm. and in step with Him. That is how the Lord expects His warriors to be. Amen. And then the second side of this section that we were talking about is not just you guarding you to make sure that you are not a vessel for the adversary to work through, but also realizing and recognizing when the adversary is working through someone, absolutely, um, someone else. And so that you don't become targeted and focused on getting rid of the person, trying to destroy the person, because again, God did not come to destroy the people. No, he that, came that went to, to save the people, Amen. and he came to destroy the works of the devil. Now, the people have a choice whether or not they will receive that salvation, and that's to the Lord. But for you, you are to deal with the spirit behind it because that is what the Lord sent us to do. So you have to be able to recognize when you're examining something based on the word of God, this is, this is the works of the devil. You may not be able to specifically go, well, that's sexual immorality or that's wickedness or covetedness, but the Holy Spirit will reveal it to you. But you, the bigger point is to go, that's the work of the devil. Now, Holy Spirit, which one? Which part of this? There and what's the answer to deal with it? Not you judging from your own mindset, but just realizing God is not the author of any unrighteousness. He's not the one behind it or doing it. That's a wicked spirit. And now that needs to be dealt with. Father, what's the answer? What do you determine this is? And what do I do about it? What do you want me to say and do? Mm-hmm. He says to love your name, right? We read this in Galatians 5, verse 14. Mm-hmm. The whole law is fulfilled in one word. The word is love, right? But mm-hmm. in the statement, you shall love 
your neighbor as yourself. Amen. You're not trying to destroy yourself. True that. Right? When when you are in error or have mm-hmm. sinned, mm-hmm. so neither should you be trying to destroy anyone else. But Amen. the adversary let's, needs to be dealt with. Let's take it to him all day long. We have the Word of God, the Holy Spirit, and the permission, the authority given by the name of Jesus and in the name of Jesus to do just that because he asked us to. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 10, honey. All right, it says, uh, Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators nor idolaters nor yeah, no, neither fornicators nor idolaters nor adulterers nor effeminate nor homosexuals nor thieves nor the covetous nor drunkards nor revilers nor swindlers swindlers excuse me will inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. And so in this one, it's talking about the people who practice this, but the activities, the works are just the same as they were in Galatians and first Corinthians, I'm sorry, in Romans, what we read in James, these are all the same things that keep Mm -hmm. getting listed, but just described another way. So it's for us not to condemn the people. God will say who's coming into heaven and who's not. The Lord will share information with us as he wills, but it's more so identifying the activities that distinguish the works of God from the works of the devil. And if it's a work of the devil, we can rule over it with the name of Jesus Christ and have that authority. Um, We're going to close this episode out here today, but on our next episode, we're going to talk about this um, from another standpoint and look at some examples of separating the person from the spirit behind the actions that are happening. So thank you so much for joining us here on this special 100th episode. We hope you're blessed by the word of God and we will see you right back here on the next episode. And we are praying for you. We love you. And remember to live your life in the Messiah's love. God bless you. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe.